May peace be with you. If you stick around at the end, there's more information about our community and how to find us. And now, here's this week's Centering Scripture, followed by the sermon. Our scripture is from Genesis, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. When God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was complete chaos, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. This is a poem by Key Miller called The Book of Genesis that Brennan selected for me to read. Suppose there was a book full only of the word let, from whose clipped sound all things began, fur and firmament, feather, the first whale. And suppose we could scroll through its pages every day to find and pronounce a let meant only for us. We would stumble through the streets with open books, eyes crossed from too much reading. We would speak in auto rhyme. The world would echo itself. And still, we'd continue in rounds, saying let and let and let, until even silent dreams had been allowed. Suppose there's yet another wonderful, beautiful, faithful new chapter of ministry here at St. Luke. What would that look like? What would it feel like? On days like these where goodbyes and gratitudes are mingled with some sadness and uncertainty, it is good to remember that endings and beginning, beginnings, embraces and releases are essential rhythms in the spiritual relational journey that we share together. This morning, I want to honor the gift of new beginnings and new creations that is both a strength of this community and a grace that meets us when we do face endings and life's many roads. Now, I suppose I should pause here to say that I will be resisting the temptation to offer some grand hour-long sermon that strives in vain to weave together every theological lesson that I've learned while serving alongside this dear community. Those of you who've gotten to know me over the years may be surprised by that. Brevity has never been my greatest strength, shall we say. But the truth is, those learnings have already been shared here together, week in and week out, in the rich context of community. And it's my belief that no grand, overblown sermon could capture the gifts of simply showing up 
time and time again together. Breathing in and breathing out in a weekly ritual of prayer and togetherness. Friends, that gift of time, togetherness, and intentionality, it is irreplaceable. And my first encouragement this morning is to celebrate that this commitment to journeying together with consistency and care, it was here before I began my time, and it will remain long after my departure. Because that is a gift that is held by community. Today, St. Luke is a community that cares, that makes meaning and makes a difference. That will be equally true next Sunday, and the Sunday after that, and every day in between, because that core commitment is held by each of you, by each of us together. And I find this gift to be particularly true at a place like St. Luke, where yes, there are deep and blessed ties that bind us, but there is also a uniquely, let's say, rambunctious courage to embrace new ventures when the Spirit and the Gospel call us to respond to something new. And so more than anything here on my final Sunday, here amidst a day of many goodbyes, I want to celebrate the courageous embrace of new beginnings that both drew me here and I believe will lead this community forward into your own next chapter of mission and ministry. In the Genesis 1 creation story, we find a ritual reminder that the spirit of God, that rambunctious spirit of God, moves through chaos and seamless voids to birth and bless new beginnings that bring about life. Time and again in the creation story, an obstacle is encountered, something is missing, and the voice of God speaks. Let there be. And then something new emerges, something good and different. This story is set up as a liturgy of possibilities that emerge when the creative of spirit of God is at work in our lives and at work in the world. It's a dynamic that poet Kai Miller picks up in that lovely offering that Carol read for us. Thank you, Carol. Suppose there was a book full of only the word let, whose clipped sound all things begin, fur and firmament feather, the first whale, and suppose we could scroll through its pages every day and find and pronounce a let meant only for us until even silent dreams had been allowed. This may be the most beautiful articulation of the story of Genesis 1 that I've encountered. A story which is not meant as a historic reference, but is meant to be read as poetic possibility. A holy reminder that the same God who cries out, let there be light and land and life and water, is still speaking with and through us. If we but listen and respond and join our voices. 
I know that when I look back at many years of many meaningful ministry moments here at St. Luke, I find that most of them center around those times and spaces when voids and vacuums and uncertainty were discovered to be possibilities, spaces for something new to begin. The earliest example I can think of in one of the most grateful moments that I felt, I remember my, my very first year standing here in this pulpit amidst our annual congregational meeting. We were kind of taking stock of the church. We had our first state of the church address of sorts. And, and I shared that there was excitement and strength and possibilities here, but gosh, I was a little concerned about having these two mortgages on the building that were hanging over us. It seemed like that was a bit of an anchor we would need to tackle at some point or the other. Though to be honest, I'm pretty new here. We just did a whole parking lot campaign and I don't know, I just wanna kinda of recognize that and say let's get to that later. I mentioned that and two St. Lukers came up to me that very morning after the service and they said, let us help you. We bet we can go get that mortgage. And there were days and there were nights. There were weeks and months of events. And later that summer, way before I wanted to or thought we could, we burned that mortgage in a silly barbecue event out in the backyard. And we freed up our budget for years to come. In the same manner, when we together found ourselves in the midst of a rising sea of white nationalist violence in our society, we cast our gaze at ourselves and at the history of our church and our neighborhood. And we said, let there be a year or maybe even years when we dig into this and reflect on what it means to be a predominantly white church that is interested in racial justice in a society with a long history of white supremacy. And that offering unfolded. And soon we were inviting peer congregations into dialogue and something new emerged. In the midst of a vast pandemic uncertainty that was washing over us, when we were wondering when it would be safe to gather again indoors, we cast our gaze outside and found an entire site that was fit for meaningful ministry, lying, waiting to be explored. And we said, let us do something about that overgrown forest of invasive species that we've been ignoring because it's too hard to tackle. And let us find that this could be a space to gather, to grow, and to thrive. And in the midst of worship planning, whenever our staff and lay leaders find ourselves facing language in our hymns and our songs and liturgy that fails to meet the needs of the day or that fails to meet the demands of inclusivity, our creative community and staff have time and time again said, let us create something new. 
And friends, I can't tell you what a gift it is to be in a community that embraces and believes that sacred songs and stories are still worth writing and sharing today. And as we learn from those earliest days of the pandemic, sometimes the most faithful thing that we can do is to let down our load let some things go and simply care for each other. Friends, this ending, like every ending, also comes with new beginnings. There are new let there be's that are waiting to emerge here in our midst. That was true before I arrived. It will be true long after my departure because this is a community that embraces the creative and courageous spirit of God. We are a people who join in the dancing, moving of God's spirit, even as it hovers over chaos and voids. We echo with our energy, our hands, our advocacy, our resources, that same spirit that cries out, let there be, let there be, let there be. Time and again, the bold, creative, courageous spirit of God moves and something emerges. I have seen, I have heard, I have felt, I have had tasted the same thing here. Whenever new challenges and injustices arrive, the spirit of St. Luke says, let there be, let there be, let there be and let it begin with me and let it begin with us and let it begin with this first next step, even if we are unsure of how to get where we want to go, let us begin. That is what this congregation has shown me, has taught me, has shared with me, and is what I believe you will all continue to do, in part because you just can't resist it. <laughs> I have rarely seen this community say no to something it cares about. Maybe that's a sermon for another day, but for today, that is a beautiful impulse that will bless and guide you, even amidst the sadness of sharing goodbyes. And so, friends, there'll be time for more words of gratitude towards the end of our service. But for here and now, I'd like to say, let there be light. Let there be love and laughter. Let there be music. Let there be moving goodbyes and losses that arise from having loved and embraced so dearly in the first place. And let there be safe spaces, sanctuaries and communities in which to learn and grow and pray and play. For so shall you and so shall we continue to let God's spirit move. David.
As a church located on Lakota land in Minnetonka, Minnesota, St. Luke is a joyful, inclusive, intergenerational, and compassionate community on a spiritual journey seeking to do justice, make peace, and to walk humbly with God. We invite you to join us live for virtual worship each Sunday morning on Facebook or YouTube, or by following the worship links on our website, stluke.mn. Thanks for listening. May you go in peace.